Want to finally break that shame-filled cycle around your personal sexuality? Well, I think I have found the ticket to help you do so. And let's talk about it today on the podcast. Welcome to the Love in Progress podcast, where we deep dive into self-reflection and healing as a catalyst for better relationships and leadership. I am your host and educator, Nina, and I'm here to be a guide to you in that process. Let's get started. Now, if you are like me and perhaps raised in a purity cultured centered religion or any other construct in your home or environment, then perhaps you're realizing as an adult that your relationship with your own personal sexuality is a little bit filtered on that particular imprinting and schema and construct. And you're realizing it's affecting a lot of areas in your life, specifically your sexual relationships, and you're interested in breaking it down. Well, let's do that today. There is little that I am more passionate about at this exact juncture in my life than helping adults break the shackles of the shame that they have around sexuality. And I want to help you do that today. Um, I went to a pretty transformative in-person experience with Dr. Finlayson Fife. Love her and her belief structures around helping highly religious individuals break out of the construct that they may have had around purity culture and sexuality being evil and unclean and unholy and helping them reframe it. And it was really catalytic in my personal growth in understanding my personal sexuality and really beginning to explore it and to heal it. And one of the things that I think was pretty fundamental in that teaching that I would like to share with you here as a springboard for how we get started is that she said, you know, under the construct of of Christian religion, Um, And if you're not under that belief structure, just stay with me here for a second, that God created our bodies with sexual sensations for a reason. And that reason is not to be a temptation, but in fact, is to help us with our connection to creativity, with our connection to expansion. Because in the physical world, we are taking our spiritual presence and enhancing it with a physical experience. And I I think that that's a powerful premise that she shared. It really was so fundamental in helping me redefine my relationship with my personal sexuality because at that time, I was you know highly involved in, in my religious construct and I had a really hard time reconciling being a holy wife, being a good Christian, and being sexual, specifically personally sexual, because I was believe I had believed at that time that sexuality was saved for marriage and a shared partnership. And if that's your construct and belief and you like it and you're sticking with it, then no problem. But what I want to just share with you here is that puts pretty unfair standards on the partner in being able to figure out your personal sensations and fulfillment (laughs) and the emotional care that comes with a sexual relationship. That's a lot of pressure to put on someone else. And just, you know, so that we all know that that can kind of be a, a steep learning curve to figure out someone else's physiological responses. So I want us to just kind of step out of that construct for just a moment and consider the possibility that your sexuality is yours. 
It's your responsibility. It is your sensations. It is your beliefs. It is your emotions. It is your body. And that when you have a good, healthy, happy relationship with yourself in a, as a sexual person, as a sexual being, that when you show up in a partnership to be able to choose consensually to share it with someone else, it really takes the pressure off that other person. <laughs> and two, you can just really enjoy the experience as something fun and enjoyable and not so, so much pressure. So the time I'm recording this, it's February. February carries a lot of weight when it comes to healthy sexuality. Yes or yes. <laughs> We're expected to be on cue to sexually perform. At least that's what I had felt as the belief construct I had chosen into to be quote unquote a good wife or a good partner. And uh, it can put a lot of pressure. And here's what I want to come and talk to you about. Your sexuality is highly contingent on your emotions. Highly and your emotions, as you have learned in this podcast already, are highly influenced by your thoughts. So I want you to first off understand how sexuality is highly correlated to a mind-body connection. And when we look at our thoughts around sexuality, and those thoughts elicit certain emotions towards sexuality, we can kind of back up the truck and understand a little bit better why our sexual relationship is struggling. And again, going back to the, the shame-filled construct that at least I was existing in, and I am pretty confident if you are listening to this today that you have something, a construct of some sort, a belief schema of some sort, a filter of some sort that is inhibiting your ability to fully express without shame, without guilt, without obligation, without expectation, your sexuality and so let's back up. Let's back up to that mind connection, the thoughts that you're having around what good sexual experiences are meant to be and what your role in that is. Who are you being and identifying as, as a participant in sexual experiences? Pretty fundamental. This is the work, okay? Let me just reiterate the entire premise of this podcast, which is to work on yourself. Because when you're working on yourself, you have a powerful ripple into so many other areas of your life. Think about how impactful the sexual experiences would be with your partner if you came into it with a healthier relationship with your own personal sexuality. That's something to dream about, right? And get excited about. And I, I am pretty confident that if you're listening to this, there's always room for growth, even if you feel like, oh yeah, I'm doing pretty good in my sexual relationship with someone else. Let's go back, put that relationship aside for a second and focus on you. So first off, let's identify some of those thoughts that are coming in. What are perhaps some of those negative constructs and beliefs that you have around sexuality. Maybe perhaps you're thinking it is shameful. It's dirty. It's it, it can it portrays a lifestyle that I don't resonate with. It's unholy. I want you to just take a beat here. Check in with that mental thought process for just a second and identify one of those areas that you have been holding around your personal sexuality. And we're going to use it as an area of focus and development today because awareness is the key to transformation, right? The first step of it. Maybe you need to pause the podcast right now and take a beat. 
go outside, clear your space, breathe, check in, even journal. What negative belief structures am I supporting right now that are negatively contributing to my beliefs around my personal sexuality? When you have identified that, you can use that through the process I'm going to walk you through right now to help you work on and heal that area. (laughs) So cool. It's because we're addressing it like we would any other unconstructive, deconstructive thought. Listen, we have a lot of beliefs along the way that for some reason or other have been held because they were purposeful at one time. And maybe that I look back at my own personal history, having that construct was very effective in helping me to not be sexually active in a season of my life when I could not emotionally handle it. So it was purposeful at the time. But now that I'm in a committed, happily, emotionally healthy, physically healthy relationship, deconstructing that idea so that I can have more fulfillment in my personal and then shared sexuality, that's very advantageous, so much so that I'm willing to deconstruct the belief. So I want you to think about your beliefs in the same way. They work until they don't. How about that? And now it's time to break it down. So now that we have come to this with the idea we're going we're gonna to shift this belief, here's what I know. When you combat, when you fight against a belief, it does not change it because it's essentially saying, I'm not going to think about that thing that I know I'm thinking about. <laughs> I'm going to stop thinking about the thing that I don't want to think about. Okay. That doesn't work. If I tell you, don't think of a blue tree, what are you going to think about? You're going to think about that dang blue tree. So what we have to do is think, what do I want to believe instead? That is a message I share over and over Um, as we're reconstructing our beliefs, right? So what do you want to believe instead? So let's just say I have a belief that being personally sexual outside of a relationship is shameful, is dirty. Then the combat declaration, the affirmation, what I would like to believe instead is that my personal sexuality is godlike. My personal sexuality is purposeful in my spiritual development. My personal sexuality is enhancing my connection to divine exhilaration and expansion in personal sensations. That's a pretty different story <laughs> than what I'm you know, currently believing if I'm in that other construct. So how cool is it to get a, a beautiful delicious, tantalizing new idea around what it is that you want to create and wrap your beautiful, powerful, creative energy around that. That is growth in action right there. So if we have built out, and I would encourage you to write it out, what do I want to believe about my personal sexuality? And build in something that just feels enticing and lovely to you. And then we come in and we solidify it. And I'm here to tell you that this trail that I, that I took you on your sexuality backed up as an emotion backed up from that as a thought. So if our thought is, this is holy, this is godlike, this is my beautiful spirit connecting and expanding through my physical sensations. 
then that thought is going to elicit what kind of emotion? Desire, (laughs) creativity, joy, expansion, maybe curiosity, love, all that, right? And those emotions, (laughs) they are foundational to a desire to cultivate sexuality and sensuality, my friend. I mean, let me give you an example of this. Have you ever had an advance from your sexual partner and you just like get in your head about it? You start thinking all these different things like, gosh, I I wish I would have shaved or my body isn't the best fitness level that I want right now. I'm really stressed from the work day or from the kids' responsibilities. And it just tanks your emotions. It takes you to that place of not joy, you know, of discouragement, of frustration, of disdain, of self-criticism. That's not going to lead us to an interest in sexuality. I'm just is a natural understanding here, right? So I'm giving you a similar example. So what we want to do is we want to understand that the mind body has a strong connection when it comes to your sexuality and more importantly, your sensuality, your ability to connect into, be aware of, explore with your beautiful, wonderful, divine body. And when we positively address those thoughts and and those emotions, then the sexuality is a natural consequence of it. So how can you increase your sexuality and your mind-body connection? Well, I think first off, understanding that those things are connected is pretty key. Because when you are disgusted by your body, when you are hateful towards your body, when you are rejecting towards your body, you're going to have a direct correlation back to that access of cultivating healthy sexuality. So I would say a big powerful step is healing your relationship with your body. No matter how it looks, no matter even what it does, but just loving it for being with you, for being a part of your physical experience, being a part of your growth journey and experience. Gosh, just like how you approach yourself. You don't have to do things to be loved, my friend. You're just worthy of it. Think of your body the same way. Thank you for being with me. Thank you for helping me experience things on a totally different level. Thank you for giving me an opportunity to hug people that I love. Thank you for letting me walk and see this world. Thank you for just being here through it all. (laughs) And it makes me emotional because... There have been times when I did not have a good relationship with my body and they were tied to some sexual shame and honestly some regret that I had when it came to my bodily decisions and my sexual decisions. And so being on the other side of that, or at least further down the road, I want to just give you some encouragement that you can love your body again that you can heal that relationship. And just like any other relationship that goes through challenges, it starts by building trust. And I think that building trust with your body 
is something that you can practice and improve upon. Whether that's just giving yourself a hug in the morning, <laughs> looking in the mirror and saying that you love yourself. I'm just, I'm feeling emotional right now because I know how important it is for you listening right now to love yourself. Really love yourself. Not just in your daily joy and connection to self, but the ripple effect that it will have on the generations around you, your children, your parents, <laughs> your siblings, your partner. You are so lovable just as you are. You don't have to lose those 10 pounds. You don't have to look like a certain way, certain aesthetic. You don't have to dress a certain way or groom yourself a certain way. You just can be you. And it's so lovable and it's so worthy of love, first and foremost from yourself. So coming back into that body with gratitude and appreciation and adoration is a powerful step in healing your sexuality. You cannot detach your sexual organs, sexual functions, sexual sensations from the belief of body autonomy and body love. You can't. You can't love every other part of your body and then be disgusted by your sexuality. It's, it's incongruent. And if you have that kind of relationship with your sexuality, I guarantee you it's affecting your connection to your body overall. Simple things like balance, athleticism, your ability to, to regulate your eating habits, all of that is likely tied to the challenges that you're having connecting with and healing your relationship with your sexuality. And likewise, if you're really disgusted by and struggling with your body, it's going to reflect in your sexual health. It just will. So let's get into our bodies and let's experience the expansiveness, the joy, the love, the fulfillment, the body autonomy, the consent that happens when we genuinely love our body. Some of my favorite ways to do this is to get into the body. I love somatic movement. You turn on your favorite music and just let your body move and flow without worrying about what you look like. I love being able to see my little ones do this just inherently. It's an inspiration. And so listening to, connecting with, stretching, feeling the blood coursing through your body as you move is such a cool mind-body-spirit connection. Likewise, I love mindful eating, you know, just savoring every bite, the textures, the flavors, the temperature, uh, you know, all of it, just soaking it up and really enjoying the sensations that happen there. Another lovely way I like to get into my body is through meditation. Again, that mind, body, spirit is all connected and it really gets my emotional and spiritual element online when I just sit and meditate and clear my mind. And it always welcomes in appreciation and gratitude. And then I can redirect it into my body and to areas of my body. I've also loved connecting with my creative center through chakras and um, just general energetic awareness. <laughs> I think sending love and energy and light into those spaces can be so powerful and so healing. Lastly, and I know this is going to ruffle some feathers, I really do believe that personal 
sensual touch is a key part of healing some of those old stories. And it doesn't have to be full on. It could literally just be rubbing some luxurious lotions on your skin or oils on your skin, you know, taking a bath and putting something in the water so you can feel it on your skin, uh, turning on some music and candles and just having like a romantic experience with yourself and just basking in it, loving it almost as if you were with a partner, but you are the partner, you are yourself, you're showing up. And if that leads to, you know, exploration of personal sensations, then, and and that feels good and comfortable to you, then do that. Because I know that will give you a really amazing personal connection to yourself. And again, under the premise that it is truly self-love and the expression and adoration of your body love and body connection, that intimacy that vulnerability that we desire in our relationships can be cultivated personally. And I know that it is greatly enhanced when we couple it with, I think, our greatest creative expression, which is our sexuality. So today, I hope with your awareness as to what messages and stories you're carrying that are not constructive anymore around your sexuality, you can turn that coin over. And look at what do I want to cultivate instead? And watch as you work to shift those belief structures, just how much it enhances so many other areas of your life, whether that's your creativity, your relationships, your body confidence and body autonomy, or thousands, probably millions of other ripples that will show up in your personal confidence and emotional and physical well-being. I think that's a powerful, powerful reason to want to work on your sexuality. And I I hope that you do. I hope that you take this challenge and look at some of those stories and rewrite them for your future because I think it will impact your life in a big way. And if you're looking for an even more in-depth tutorial and training, head over to my Instagram subscribers option where I went live on February 18th, 2024, and you can watch in detail a little bit more about how to expand this and check out my courses. Um, We may be moving that live over for individual sale as well. So some resources for you (laughs) to to follow up on and to, to utilize as you're healing this relationship. Your sexual health is a big part of your overall health, my friends. And I hope this inspires you to take some action in a positive direction to healing that relationship with your sexuality. Remember to live well, look well, be well, and explore those options for your own personal growth because it's worth it in your life so that you can feel greater, deeper, more expansive joy and fulfillment that you deserve every time. And I'm excited to see how you do that. I will see you on the next podcast. Thanks, friend, for tuning in today and investing in your own growth. I'm proud of you. Now, remember, personal development can be inspiring and uplifting to listen to, but won't change your life until you put the learning into practice. That's where my mentorship and coursework comes in. If you're looking for accountability and real results in your life right now, then I'm here to help. Head to my website, allthingsnina.com, and explore options that will best fit you whether that's self-guided through prompts and coursework or with my assistance through personalized wellness mentorship. Remember, your best well life awaits. You just have to build it. Let's do it together. I'm rooting for you.